What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, the podcast, episode 173. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe has reconvened to talk that stuff. What I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene. There's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? Man, I'm doing good this morning. How y'all guys feeling? And when I want to talk local TV news, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite director, my brother, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk New York City real estate, there's nobody I trust more than the man I call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr., my cousin, Mr. Derek Powell's in the house. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cipher with the cats. How y'all doing? We're well. Um, well, it's, 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 I don't know how, how to even get, get started with this. This is the first full week of 2022, and we are back, it seems, it seems like we almost stepped into a time machine and found ourselves back in the beginning of 2021 where COVID is out of control and we're revisiting the January 6th insurrection. Uh, so it seems like for everything that's changed, some things seem to remain the same. Um, so let's just start with that first. Uh, the, the January 6th insurrection this past week marked the, the one year anniversary of I hate to even say insurrection. It was a coup attempt. It was an, an attempt to overthrow the government. And I think people need to stop talking about, oh, the the riot or the the violent protest. It's not none of that. This was an actual attempt to overthrow the government. We see this when it happens around the world in places in Latin America and in Eastern Europe. And we go, oh, my goodness. Wow. How, how do they live like that? What's going on? But this happened right here in, in America in, in the so-called... Uh, free nation and the, 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 the hallmark of democracy and the, the vanguard of democracy. It happened right here. Our own people attempted to overthrow our government. And still, for the most part, there's been no real consequences for this action. None of the, I mean, you know, a few of the people that, that, you know, were running through the halls of Congress and running through the Capitol, you know, wiping their shit on the walls. A few of them got some, you know, hand slaps. A couple of them are, you know, doing a little jail time. But for the most part, for the most part, most people, it's almost like they got a parking ticket. You know, I mean, they, you know, they, they got arrested. They got hand slaps. I guess they're still, you know, cycling through and trying to work their way up to the, the higher level organizers, but really there's been no penalty for trying to overthrow the government, which I find stunning. Uh, what about you guys? Well, pers- well, oh, okay. sorry. Um, you know, I, I feel the same way. Um, I watched, you know, a couple of the clips, uh, you know, last week, um, as I stated, uh, 20 in 2021 in January, I'm just glad folks that had the same tan as you and I wasn't climbing those walls. It, it didn't surprise me um, because you got to remember the guy who was pulling the strings. He ain't been held accountable for his crimes. He's still walking around, you know, trying to block stuff. Nobody wants to uh, speak out against him. You know, they're being held in a contempt of court. So it's just dragging on and dragging on. But one thing I saw and up here, um, we got a Congress guy. uh what is his name? Mondo Sane. And he was new, you know, to the Senate. And they showed uh tapes of him, you know, like, you know, going through hot and like in this little bunker basement area. And I'm like, okay, so you know, everybody, you know, was safe, 
But what are we going to do about the guy who was calling the shots? They're asking for the text messages because there was communication back and forth. Like, yo, this is getting out of control. But because it is my opinion, they didn't have my tan. They're kind of dragging their feet on this. And it's like, uh, you know, they was just upset. And, you know, they were kind of misinformed with the election. But we're going to give them a good talking to. That was my that's my position on that. No, I agree. Uh, Keith? It's just sad, you know, in this day and time, you know, I watched uh, Biden uh, give a speech on uh, the 6th and how he directed right at the that uh, guy in the orange jumpsuit, you know, mm-hmm. and how none of those Republicans were there, except for one, um, Nancy McCain and her dad. Oh, you mean Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Liz and Dick. Liz, my, 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 pardon me. Just her and her father was there. Not no other Republicans was there as uh, President Biden was talking, and it just shows you how divided this country is. Because as Derek was saying, nobody has really been charged. You know, they still saying they're going through the footage, and 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 it's, it's impossible in this day and time. You have so much. If they really want you, they could get you, but it's you know dragging their feet. And it just shows the the disparity and how we're so separated, and it's just sad. Big and this supposed to be, yes, and I don't mean to cut you off. And when you you, you just brought something to my mind, so, so you said they are still going through the footage. This is the goddamn White House. There ain't nobody got no more security than them, man. <laughs> Think about that. And you still going? I know. They, I understand. What, and you're absolutely correct. But you think about it. This is the White House. This ain't the corner. This is the Capitol. Capital. The Capitol. Right. This ain't the corner bodega. <laughs> you know when Man Man and them is running up in there behind the plexiglass. This ain't them. This is the Capitol. With you know, you got you know the ultimate in surveillance footage and cameras, and we still ain't get this done yet. A year later, that's what's yeah. scary. But you let yeah. you let it be somebody who got out tan. That'd be over, man. How many times have you seen it on uh, Facebook or the news? Um, they got the pictures of uh, a person running away from they think it's a person of interest. Right. Come on. You got all these pictures and, and footage and you still can't find these people? It's impossible. And, and it just shows how, as Dirk said, they're just dragging. Mm-hmm. Because if you really want to punish them, you would have went after them very hard. And they haven't done that yet at all. That's that's uh, before I go to you, Mark. But that that's that's my biggest uh, problem with this whole situation. It's not that, yeah, okay. They, to your point, Keith, yeah, they're still going through the footage. They're still trying to identify people. They're still trying to work their way through. And there's a lot of people that went through the building, and it's you know a couple thousand people. And I guess you have to kind of really, you know, w- this is what we're starting to realize. You know, we think the FBI is this huge, huge, huge organization. It's really not numerically as huge as we think it is. Um, you know, because their job is really not to, to, to be the national police force. Their job is to, you know, they, they are, that is essentially what they are, the Federal Bureau of Investigations, but they're not like uh, local state police uh, um, forces or even uh, uh, municipal police forces. So they're really, they're, they're, they're taxed in terms of doing their, their investigation. But I think the thing that bothers me most is that the people they have caught, the people they have sentence. They're not, they're getting slaps on the wrist. Mm-hmm. They're getting slaps on the wrist. I mean, you know, to Derek's point, if they look like me, I wouldn't be getting no slap on the wrist. I, I'd be going, you know, I'd be looking at, at, at Leavenworth. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be looking at real time in Leavenworth for for essentially treason. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, Mark. Yeah, I, I, I think we're also uh, coming up a little short from the standpoint that, once again, because none of us are lawyers, remember when this first happened, on the left, they were calling it an insurrection, and they later on ramped it up to a coup, and then they were also throwing around, this was a terrorist act. Of course, the right never went that level. I think the right, they started off soft, uh, soft peddling it as a, uh, a peaceful demonstration, then they got as harsh and as cruel as saying it was a possible insurrection. Now the right is saying that, because remember, the left was saying early on, this, you know, this was a coup, this is an insurrection, this was terrorist in nature. I remember... Uh, Oh my gosh, Jake, Jake Tapper was saying that, that it was a, this is a terrorist act. So now the rights angle, what they've been putting out in their messaging is, if this is a terrorist act, how come nobody's been charged with terrorism? And this is why I go back to the, the legal part. Logically, from us, for, it would seem like that's a terrorist act. It should be a simple charge of terrorism. But apparently, in the worlds of lawyers, there's some kind of threshold that won't allow them to prosecute these people for terrorists. That's why these are slaps on the wrist. These are just you know, six months here, a year here, you know, 18 months there. So you go, wow, you do all that and that's all you get. And I'm pretty sure, because this is what, this is what I, I hate, I hate to say hate, but this is why I hate lawyers because like, listen, you know what we're seeing. Why can't you make that a logical step versus a legal step? Because this was an act of terrorism. It wasn't an act of, it wasn't like, it wasn't an insurrection. It was a terrorist act. It, the, the definition of the terrorist act was what they did. But for some reason, they're not allowed or they can't charge them with terrorism. And also, the harder part is, it's not like it's an act where the Democrats are saying, listen, this happened and they can just go and get somebody. They're pulling on one side and the other side, they're pulling just as hard. So you have this weird stalemate. That's where you have, it's not even like a, a 60-40 pull. It's a 50 and a half pull to a 49 and a half pull. <laughs> and that half is Liz Cheney. And also, I'm sorry. I'll say 51 because it's Liz Cheney and I'm going to this guy. I want to say Kepinger. Oh, my gosh. I'm drawing a blank on the other Republican guy on the, on the committee. Yeah. Um, I think it's Kissinger. Yeah, yeah, it's Whitaker. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's fit, so it is hard to win that Kentucky. tug of war. Okay. It's hard to win that tug of war when the other side is not even acknowledging the most basic fact of this was mm-hmm. – uh, a crime. I mean, but here's here's once again. This is sort of like back to when before Trump got elected, or actually once he was before he got elected and he, and he became president elect. Remember our old boy, Mr. Southern, good old Southern boy. Take that how you like. Um, Lindsey Graham was saying, you know, talking all big stuff about he's not going to be able to do this, he's not going to do that. And remember, Lindsey Graham on the day uh, or the moments after the insurrection, I'm sorry, the uh, the coup. Was saying he said the words, I'm out, I'm out. This is you know, this is too much. And then seemingly a day later, he's right back into the fold. So they can't even agree upon what that's they what, see. That's Lindsay saw them blackmail photos. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I know we we dance around that a lot, but it, it something's out there, yeah. Yeah, he it's crazy Ooh, because he was up. he was on the floor like, like I said when before President Orange was elected, he was saying, I remember watching these bites, he's not gonna do this, he's not gonna do that. Oh yeah, he thinks he's gonna do that, and then he got in the White House, and suddenly he became a, 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 a literally a good old boy. The day after they came and went to get all those senators, I thought you were gonna say butt boy, but go ahead. He he was sitting, he sat on the floor, and said, "You know, yeah, I, I'm a supporter of President Trump, but I'm out, I'm out, I'm, I'm not. This is not what I want." And then days later, he's right back in the thing. It's just crazy how you with what. 
it's it's like I don't know what art is, but I know I but I know what I like. This should be the thing. I don't know what terrorism is, but I know what that was. And for them not to be able to bring that charge speaks to lawyers again. And the fact that it's being slow-footed, it speaks to the fact of the division that we were talking before. It's it's, it's not even anywhere near an even pull. It is so hard to get them to admit the most basic things. Because even when they were doing this, uh, I know my last thing, the uh, the uh, the anniversary of the, the coup on CNN and MSNBC, of course, they're talking about the anniversary of the coup on Fox and Newsmax. They were talking what? about Something that like it never happened. And it's like, didn't you guys didn't you guys see the fire? I don't you talk no, about. No, so good. it's just crazy. Well, yeah, well you, here's you, no what's before yeah, you go, yeah. Anthony. It's, it's, I always remember my mother said, if if you're with a group and one person commits a crime, everybody is charged with that same crime. Why haven't they charged all those people with the same crime? Because they all did the same thing. So as we've been saying. Everything is a slow motion. We don't know what we're going to charge this one with or this one with. They all did the same thing. So they all right. should be charged with the same crime. Nothing it's, different. It's like, it's like gang activity or RICO activity. Right. Really. That's, Correct. That's exactly, if a gang does something and then everybody in the gang or or, or uh, the RICO act, you know, it, this is an ongoing criminal enterprise. But here's, here's the definition of terrorism. And I'm going to read it. And y'all tell me if, if it fits. Terrorism. Now. The unlawful use of violence and intimidation, especially against civilians, in the pursuit of political aims. Yeah, yeah, that's that's def- that's exactly that's what we it. saw it happen. Exactly. But, <laughs> but once it, it's, I bet you we've all seen this. It's like the it's the uh, it's the uh, it's the the note on the on the bag to not you know not let your kid play with a plastic bag. Really, I need that note. But yes, some lawyer had to put that note on a on a bag to, to so that some idiot parent. Was say, here, here you go, Johnny. Play with this plastic bag here, and and, uh, and they walk out the room. It's it's those asinine things that drive you crazy because we know what we saw, we know what was what it was, and for whatever reason, lawyered up and political up, they can't bring the most basic term because not that's what I'm saying. That's what the right was saying. That's what uh, Fox was saying yesterday. If this was a terrorist act, why hasn't been charged with terrorism? You go, yeah, I thought that was part of the charge was going to happen. Nope. Lawyers. But when you his, think his, about the definition yeah, that uh, Anthony just read, right? The move is Mike Pence. This is what the boys was told. Mike Pence can stop this. Go see Mike Pence. That's the political part. Hang him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, because after, you know, you know, you know, they want to kill him. You know, he's a traitor. See Mike and we can stop all this and I can stay in office. So that's the political move right out the gate. And Mike, they trying to hide Mike, but they want to know where you at. They're yelling, Nancy, I'm at your desk. Where are you? So right off the top, that's political. But like Mark is saying, it's got to be something technical, like a little technical dot that that we can't see this little dot that say, yeah, that is so. However, they didn't do the dot. So we can't really charge them with that, you know, but I've 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 heard of cases where we'll get scooped off. We'll get scooped up off the streets, lock them up. Let the courts handle it and decide what we're gonna charge them with. Right. They could have did the same thing with them. Scoop them up and let it fi- let, let let the courts decide what we're gonna do. We're gonna do our job and get these folks off the street, but they still hanging around. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let me continue this episode of Schoolhouse Rock with a new definition: <laughs> treason. 
Now, the crime of betraying one's country, especially by attempting to kill the sovereign or overthrow the government. Damn. Damn. That's they so, wanted to kill Mike. <laughs> right. So, Mike Nancy. So, he called right. out. Exactly. So so it fits two definitions that that carry really, really high penalties. And 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 as Keith said, you know, and as my as my aunt told him, you know, if you get caught out there with somebody doing a crime, everybody goes down. There's a scene, there's a great scene in the movie. I was watching it the other night, the movie Heat. Oh, oh yes. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Al Pacino yeah, yes, and, yeah. and De Niro. Right. And uh, you know, Al Pacino who plays this detective trying to tra- you know, track down this master uh 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 thief, uh, Robert De Niro, they, they encounter the first crime scene and all of the guys are killed because, uh, you know, uh, apparently one of the guys uh, kind of lost it and shot somebody and then they had to kill everybody. And the idea is that if you, you know, in the commission of a robbery, if one person is killed, um, then everybody fries for it. So right. now you've got to leave nobody. Everybody's got to be killed. Right. And, 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 that was the idea that, you know, you're in the commission of a crime like that. If one person is charged uh, for, you know, for a, a gang activity, everybody's got to be, you know, charged. So if you if you're in a gang fight and you kill somebody, everybody that's involved in that gang fight mm-hmm. should be charged with the crime. Correct. And so they did essentially kill a police officer. Mm-hmm. Um that's that's the commission of a murder during during the 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 uh, during the uh, commission of a crime. I've, I've said this to my son years ago when he was young and he was in grade school, and I told him about fighting. And I said, "Here's the deal when it comes to fighting." Hit um, first, huh? Hit first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I said, if somebody comes at you. And in the hallway, and they punch you in your chest, and then they take off running down the hall, and then you, you know, you take off behind them, and you catch them, and you fight them. That's not self-defense. That's retaliation. Mm-hmm. If, on the other hand, you are cornered and you are given no choice, that is self-defense. I said, but keep in mind, you know, when you're out there on the block and you get involved in the fight, if somebody gets killed. In the in in during that fight, even though you're defending yourself, it can be a really slippery slope between you going to jail, um, you know, for that death. So you have to be mindful. So again, in this particular situation, okay, yeah, you down here, you think you're going to do something, you know, protesty. <laughs> you know, you gonna go down there to, to, to DC and you know, y'all going, you know, carry your flags and do all that foolishness. <laughs> Uh, but once, once, once that crime was started committed, and you didn't, you didn't say to yourself, "Oh hell no, I'm not, I'm not going up in that. I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm going to my hotel. We done gone too far." Mm-hmm. Once you decided not to do that, you decided you was going inside the Capitol and you was going wild out. Now I'm sorry, you, you, you earned every bit of of of, of criminal punishment that can be thrown at you for the act. Yes, yeah, once again, that, you're talking, you're talking. No, no, I'm talking you're common talking, sense. Yeah, you're talking logic, common sense, and what our eyes say. That's not how law is. Law is we've seen it a thousand times. You're going, what? That's that's the that's all you get. Like even something as simple as mm-hmm. uh, when somebody commit, uh, they get uh, life in prison, and they, but they're eligible for after X X years. You go, wait, how, what? I thought, but the word you said, life in prison, meant you don't get to come out. 
you mean life in prison, you eligible for parole in 10 years. That means it doesn't seem to pass the logic test. So when you start dealing with lawyers and law and all these different federal crimes, and st- I mean, it becomes like, I, I know what I saw. I know what I'm watching. Why is that so hard to prove? Why? Right, because I'm not a BS lawyer. I'm going to give you a perfect example. Anthony said it right, said it correctly. Wilding out. The Central Park boys that was locked up for what? Wilding out. They all were charged with the same crime. Just one was charged because he was older. All together. There was no problem then. So what's the problem now? Because then it was a wolf pack. They look Ooh. like they look like us. Ooh. Them people climbing that wall didn't look like us. Them people oh. who got inside didn't look like us. And that's the difference, man. Mm-mm-mm. That's the deal. Yeah, no, yeah. That's a that's a really great point. And and and, and to that point, yeah, uh to both of your points, uh, they were all charged with the same crime. The the only one that really did uh severe jail time was the oldest one. Yeah. And Quiet as is kept, all were innocent. And the irony of what you just said is that the guy calling for the death penalty for those young men mm-hmm. was the guy who was calling yeah, yeah. for these guys to go to the Capitol and, and do what they had to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, arm, that guy. right? Remember, this is the same guy who says, Proud boys, stand down. I don't need yeah, you yeah. just but yet. Also, <laughs> but, uh, but unless I'm wrong, I could be wrong. Was Giuliani. Uh, attorney no. uh, DA at the time when these guys when the Central Park you talking about the Central Park kids right yeah yeah no, he wasn't he was attorney general then no no, no he, he wasn't then so oh, I'm sorry uh, yeah, I, no, it, I'm, I miss was or was not he was, was not. not was okay I, I thought you were saying yeah, my, yeah. my brother I forgot I forgot about Trump saying that I thought you were it, saying it, it was it was a friend of mine who was the actual district attorney. Now this not he said this before. I forget the person's name, but he did say this yeah. thing before. And when you say a friend, like y'all used to have each other's phone numbers? No, no, not 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 like that. I, I mean, I was somebody uh, uh, you know um, who who I, I knew, and, and and you know, actually, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I I used to book her on on the uh, on on radio show. Oh, so it's yeah, a, it's a she. It's a she. Yeah. Yes. The lady in charge of the. Convictions. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Your 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 shared a cup of coffee or anything? Yep. Whoa. And you couldn't call her on that? Well, I you know, this was uh before when they see us. And I had never seen you know, because I had you know, because I believe oh. it or not, in, in my office I've i actually asked about that that case, you know, because I was okay. curious. Uh she did prosecute it. Um and uh, you know, I, uh, she she insists to this day. That the prosecution was fair and that these okay. guys were 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 guilty and even though uh, all evidence says once no. it was pulled, <laughs> says says no the <laughs> DNA evidence everything even though the guy admitted to uh, the crime right um, she does not want to to okay. this day understand um, she has she had a legal answer to an obvious problem just like the gotcha. obvious problem is if we said what's the what's the common denominator of of those guys versus the White House people. We would say, well, it's clearly Hugh, and they would say, no, 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 it's article blah 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 blah. And you go, okay, right, all right. Does that article blah 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 have Hugh next to it? Because that's what I see. But mm-hmm. that's what they would go with, and that's the problem you get. So that's when you say to somebody, what's the only difference here? We know <laughs> the logical difference. We can all see it, but they go, no, 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 it's a uh, statue, blah blah blah, or the such and such code. You go, oh man, come on. <laughs> that's what we're gonna go with that's your all right fine give me i i i, I always say with the boys sometimes you, you'll ask them a question in the class that we've all did this did you uh uh did you have a test today uh no 
Okay. And they walk on by and then you come and you see that zero, you go, you should have a test. You should have a test today. You didn't say the day before. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Te- you gave me a legal answer. Yes. Yeah, so, technically, you were right. But you know what I was asking. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Uh, I actually, uh, this this person is uh, <laughs> is a former. Uh, well, she went to law school in Virginia, too. So, that's that. You know, I mean, it was just. Do you, that's, we, that's in, just you, we in school at the same time she was in school? No, uh, no, no. She's she's uh, just a little bit old. She's a little bit older than us, you know. Okay. So, uh, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, it's it's <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really awkward because again, I mean, and and, and full disclosure, you know, I mean, hung out. She's funny. I like her. You know, I like like talking to her. She was chill. Um, but and but the thing about it is, she made her bones on that case. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem when 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 prosecutors and I'm talking about Linda Fairstein, when uh, prosecutors when they when they when they make their bones on something, it's very hard for them yeah. to go back and say, "You know what? I'm glad that justice was served. I'm glad that these guys they can't do that." And it's a, it's, it's 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 unfortunate. And there was a lot of mistakes made. I think her, her issue, I think she tried to actually sue Ava DuVernay for for when they see us because she didn't like the portrayal. Uh, and I haven't, I haven't seen her in, in, a, in a bunch of years, but uh, yeah, I, you know, full disclosure, I do know her, um, and and I had no issues with her on a personal level, on a professional level. That 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 was some bogus bullshit. I, I got to say. So there's that. There's that. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're 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 I guess going to be stay staying tuned. I, I think since the the. You know they they did they commemorated this year's anniversary. I do get the feeling, I do I do get the feeling, the general feeling, that things are ramping up in terms of these prosecutions, Keith. I do believe that they, they have to. Yeah, I think that people are kind of like now. It's like wait a second. You know, we, we kind of went through uh, some kind of you know just it, it was just on the back burner in the back of our minds. It took so long to even just get the committee up. It took so long to even have some hearings. But I think you're going to start seeing these hearings, especially because it's an election year. You're going to start seeing these hearings yeah. all the March, all the spring. You're going to see them all summer long because somebody, somebody's got a lot of these people, a lot of, you know, uh, to, to, I think, I'm not sure if you said it, Keith, or if Derek said it, but the text messages are out there, and there's a lot of people on them. <laughs> you know how we have our own text feed. Exactly. There's a lot of people on them feeds that, that are responding to information and, and know stuff and are actually sitting in seats in the House of Representatives and sitting in senatorial seats. Ted Cruz, talking about you, yeah. uh, who know exactly what's going on. Josh Hawley. Uh, and that stuff is going to start to come out, and it's not going to look good. And I think that's what the real fight is about. This is what this 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 whole voter suppression is all about. This is what all of these things are about. The Republicans are now they they double down on Trump, and the only way to save themselves now is to double down on making sure that don't nobody vote in twenty twenty two, so they can regain the House and the Senate, because that's really what this is about. You said these, you think these cases are going to ramp up. I disagree. I think they're going to be even. I think they're going to try to ramp. I think there's going to be more and more um, blocks because of the election. Nobody wants to have this come out at all, let alone an election year. So while the Democrats are going to try to get even more and more, try to push these cases and try to get them going, <clears throat> the seats that are up, they're going to make it even harder for them not to do it. Going to be, it, you, it was hard to get it done when you had the first year of it. 
now a year later, people are going to you know forget, and they're going to make it harder and harder for them to to push these cases. I just I would because well, if I, it didn't I, get it done under these circumstances, when I mean, you just had it fresh in your mind, we all saw it. Right, people, you know, we have really short attention spans. As COVID runs more crazy and the weather warms up towards spring and summer, I think it's going to be harder and harder. And as the election starts pushing, people are going to make it even harder to get these text messages and these subpoenas done. I mean, you know, they're trying to get people subpoenaed. And I thought, at least the way I understood the basic law, is that if you were subpoenaed, you had to go testify. Right. I didn't know it was even an option. You could say no. <laughs> I didn't think that was an option. No, you get locked well, up for saying no. They, they, they will. You will spend some time until you come around. I, well, I think what's 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 uh, the reason why I say that, and you can talk to me uh, about it from from a news perspective. I think the reason is that Merrick Garland is under fire, and Merrick Garland's had the that you know is 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 feeling the pressure because you know he's been the one dragging his feet trying to both sides it and that that whole thing, Mister In Between. But I think now that the press is finally starting to say, and not, not just, you know, not just the, the you know, MSNBC, but CNN and suddenly the New York Times and Washington Post and all of these, these, these papers of record are starting to go, well, wait a second, man, this, this is a coup. This is a coup attempt. Because the, the idea of saying it was a coup, before they said it was an insurrection, they were using the term insurrection, and nobody knew what the hell insurrection meant. You know, they, they thought it was, a, you know, like a, a, an ED drug. <laughs> do you have problems with insurrection? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, so now that they're hearing the word "coup," they're like, "Wait, wait, what?" Uh, you know, so that's starting to ramp up, and and I and I think you're right, Mark. With the, with the, with with COVID, here's what could happen: you may have more people at home in front of their TVs. That's the reason we watch the, these these the impeachment hearings and and all of this stuff. We were home. We were home. People were locked down. They were at, at home. So I'm starting to think that maybe uh, as more and more people at home, there's going to be more and more eyes watching to see what mm. goes on. Because now, in terms of the news, the big story is, will Trump go to jail or not? I know that that uh, Ivanka and, mm. and, 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 and Fredo, Don Jr., <laughs> <laughs> are refusing uh, Letitia James' subpoenas. And now that she done blew that thing with Cuomo... She gonna have to do something to prove herself. So uh, I, I, don't <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know if, and I don't know if we segue in there. But when you bring my man's name and you put it in your mouth, it's not like <laughs> anybody blew anything. The man was innocent, and that was that. And you know, he beat the case. That's it. Okay. That's the new Teflon Don, Derek. The new Teflon. The Teflon Don, man. You gonna come at him? About some girls, you know, talk about he touched them, he he looked at me, I felt uncomfortable, and now I'm coming for it. Well, prove it. Prove I did that. They done took that thing. The judge is like, get this out of my face. Somebody get my bagel and locks. I'm ready to have some <laughs> breakfast. <man. laughs> Who wasted my goddamn time in here? And I don't know if you all saw the cover of the Daily News yesterday. Uh, he'll be back. Oh, yeah. We talking. Well, we in talks. I, I did not see it. Explain. Explain. Well, on the cover, well, enlighten our audience. Oh well, well, audience. Um, a few, uh, I guess, uh, a few months ago, man. Um, uh, our illustrious uh, governor of the state of New York, Andrew Cuomo, he was forced 
uh, to resign because of allegations about him being inappropriately sexual, you know, sexually inappropriate uh, with some of the female staff. And then they said a trooper and the trooper, you know, who was on the detail, you know, a lot of things was being said. But this is after, you know, he was, you know, he has taken over the pandemic. He beat that case, too. Ain't no charges with that. Um and people just got jealous because yeah, some- just 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 to, just to remind the audience, yes, he was uh, accused of uh, fudging things at the nursing homes. Yeah, and, charges and, and, drop. Charges dropped. are dropped. Yeah. Okay, so he's he's in the clear. You know, with everything they brought at him, you know, he sat back. He took a step out of office just to fight the case, and there is no case. And he kept saying, you know, there's nothing here. I know the law. And, as Mark did say earlier, he, you know, these lawyers know the law. So did he maybe possibly go as close to the law in the line without actually breaking the law? I would say probably so. But did he cross it because he's attorney? No, because he wanted to get a little feedback. So what has happened, uh, I guess on Friday, uh, a judge dismissed one of the last charges criminally that they can be brought against him. But the young lady, Comenciano, uh, saying now that she's looking at some sort of a civil lawsuit she wants to bring against him uh, because the criminal case has fallen apart. But I guess she doesn't understand if you ain't get him criminally, you know, it's, it's going to be hard getting this guy. Uh, no, no, it's easier. Well, no, no, it's easier. No, 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 no. It's easier to go against you and I. We talking about the Teflon dog. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you can forget about that. Remember, but but the burden of proof is is much less. It's like, uh, is no, no, much no, no, no. lot less on on civil than. Will she even be able to make the appearance? Who knows where she's going to be? <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Who knows? But sometimes it's good to just let things go. He's showing you how strong he is. Take the message. Leave it alone. Let's everybody move forward with their lives. Let's get this guy back in office so we can get things back under control in New York State. I'm always amazed when you guys defend them, when when I'm saying you guys, meaning you and, and your brother, when both of you have daughters. It always blows my mind that you guys are so easy to dismiss that when both of you have lovely daughters that you would have. If, it's, if, if your daughter said a smidge of what these women accuse, you guys would be at somebody's house trying to get in. Well, maybe that's what her daddy should have did. Instead of her going to the court, okay? Right now, and it's just my opinion, do I think this was Republican-driven? I believe it, like 99.9. And I think that's what that was all about, my opinion. Not saying that there wasn't a little smoke there, but I think it was really driven because I think when you look at it, and we've all have said, like, how can they actually prove it if it does go to court? Yeah, yeah and it's like, is it possible to prove? I'm not saying he is a. I remember, I'm not saying he's a hundred. No, no, you said you said he, he because he's a lawyer. I he said he probably went up case. to the line. He went up to the line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He went up. Oh, he definitely went up to the line. Remember, he became single. He's single now. He's flaunting his power. He's he's walking through. He's got nice suits. Watching on. the honeys and he's all watching, that. No, the honeys are watching him. He keeps his hair cut. You know, he's in shape. <laughs> you know, and he's talking that bravado. They want to hear that. You know, and, and, and he got he got the nipple ring. So. He got all that going on. Yo, he, he's doing his really, thing. Really, yeah, really, 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 really. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> needs to be up in his wife beat a t-shirt. Cause I can see. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, big bro, you see how you handle business, man? That's how you handle business, man. Get the shot. Get your booster. That's how you say this guy handle business. He's sitting at his table. He got his glass of Cavassier, his his wife beater on. 
Oh, you bitches think you're going to do this to me? <laughs> He's out of it. Take control of your house. But yeah, that's what happened out there, folks, right now. Um, don't know what his next move is. We don't know what his brother's next move is. But um, right now, at least on his side, uh, it looks like it's going to be okay. Well, I, 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 it seems like I mean I, I do agree. I'm not sure if it was it was Republican driven. They certainly they certainly did not uh, want to see him keep ascending. Uh, they were certainly afraid of him uh, because of the way he did handle the, uh, the 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 pandemic and his approach in New York and and everything else. And they kept they were trying to you know hang the the nursing home thing around his neck and saying that you know he was this and he was you know he he was criminally in that that was the 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 meme they were showing and i certainly believe that and i also think that there are some democrats in new york state who were certainly either jealous or wanted to retaliate against him including one Letitia James who wanted to retaliate against him and that's why they they went after yes. him so hard. I mean, Letitia James went after him, got him out of office, and then announced she was running for office. Which I just, I, you know, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care how you know what the legality of it is. I just know that it it it, it looks it didn't look too good. It didn't look it good didn't at look all. Good. Yeah. And right. She did the whole three sixty turnaround. Right after you know you know they started looking at her. So there uh, you go. You know, that's your people, Derek. That's right. Yeah, uh, I, I'm mistaken. Well, yeah. I'm, like I, well, hey, maybe that picture was floating around. I don't know who could have said They, they, everybody who listened to us knows my position when it comes to Andrew Como. That's my guy. So if he needed a photo to help along, hey, it is what it is. You know, they shouldn't have touched me. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so, so you talk about the photo that shows uh, Letitia James touching you inappropriately? Which and you saw my it. face. I looked terrified. Yeah, you did. You did. You did. You did look violated. I, I was. I, I will and my hands was on my certificate. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to get the pick over so I could get the hell out of there. Okay. Go home, take a shower and cry in the shower. I was scared. I was scared. <laughs> Don't make me do that to you. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, yeah, this is this is where we are. Uh, as I said, a year later, we have Omicron surging again, um, <laughs> and you know, I think we're all back. It, it really is. I went out. Uh, I was on Long Island yesterday, and I, you know, I went to the stores. And now, all of a sudden, even you know, Long Island used to be the wild, wild west in terms of people not wearing their masks. And I went to the stores yesterday, and their stores are like, "You must wear a mask in order to come here." I went to the get gas at the Seven Eleven, and the sign said outside, "No mask, no service." I'm like, <laughs> and, and and Mark can tell you, he lives out there that 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 wasn't the case. You know, for the most part, Long Island was kind of you know loosey goosey with their with their mask mandates, but now I guess the the, the they're, they're really you know going in on this. So this Omicron is no joke, and uh, again, being in the in the interest of uh, public disclosure, uh, my brother who is is yeah. thrice vaxxed has tested test, positive. Yeah, test, uh, early earlier, I guess. Well, it depends on when you listen, but yeah, early in the week I tested positive. Nothing, <clears throat> and and then the symptoms were mild. But still, I, the Omicron is the one that's going to put people in a major quandary because while it's definitely more contagious, if you are a double vaccine booster like I am, and I guess we all are, you're not still going to- Not all of us. No, 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 no. Pump your brakes. Pump your brakes. Wow, really? Most of us are. 
but seventy five percent of us are. <laughs> there you go. That's that's more accurate. I, I think this is the one that's gonna that's gonna really put things into a quandary because you could feel. I mean, in the case of me, I actually had a cold, so that's what the reason I got tested because two things: I have to for my job, and I was like, you know, I wasn't feeling too good from a cold. And then by by second chance, I guess, oh yeah, I have a cold, and I tested positive. But this this Omicron because it has. I don't think anybody's going to avoid this if you function at all outside. I mean, if you're strictly in your house all the time, well, then I guess it's, it's kind of easy to avoid. But if you go out and just do normal stuff, I think you're going to wind up getting tested. In the case of me, I won't say I was doing normal stuff. I was out there. I was, you know, I would go play basketball at the gym. So I know I definitely increased my chances of catching it. But I don't think we're going to be able to, as a society, get past this one without somebody being touched by it. And then the only way you survive it is you have to be vaxxed and hopefully boosted. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that that's our, our uh, PSA, our public service announcement, because it, it really does. It, it It is coming for everybody. And, and for people who are boosted, uh, vaxxed and boosted, the consequences will not be dire. Uh, and, 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 that's even, you know, because my son just got over over a case of it. But even for him, you know, he was he was uh, fully vaxxed, not boosted. It knocked him on his ass, and he's in great shape. And so I'm just say, saying this to anybody who's listening to the podcast or, or you know, here and and around the world. Uh, if you've been vaxxed and, and, and you have a chance to get a booster shot, do so. Uh, if you've not been vaxxed at all, this is not something to play with because even though That's Omicron right. presents is 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 milder for a lot of people, it's still not. It's still deadly. Coronavirus, this this COVID nineteen is a deadly virus. It doesn't affect everybody the same way, which means you really, uh, it's like unprotected sex during the crack eighties. You just don't want to <laughs> do it. <laughs> You might have a great time or you might not. <laughs> you know? So I'm just saying, wrap it up if you can. That's that's all. Um, I like that. We told my text text earlier, texting. Um my nephew. Who I love my cousin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my nephew, cousin. uh, your son, Mark, um, is passionate to say the least about the things he thinks about. Now, I don't know what's on his mind most of the time, but uh, this past week, you know, we have a group text uh, uh, feed that we all are part of, you know, the four of us. And then there's probably about another six or seven of us, you know, that that of our other cousins that are also on this feed. And every now and again, we just kind of share information and, you know, wellness check each other just, you know, for for the heck of it. But this past week. Um, after this incident that happened a week ago uh, on Sunday uh, when Antonio Brown, formerly of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, lost his shit in the middle of a game, uh, threw off his jersey and his his shoulder pads and uh, started doing jumping jacks as he left the stadium, you know, running down the sidelines, you know, half naked, um, running down the sidelines, doing jumping jacks and and waving at the crowd and gesturing and, and, and having a full-blown meltdown on on national TV, Uh, my nephew came to his defense in this text feed. And so we went from- You're already miscategorizing, but keep continuing, and I'll defend my son who's not here to defend himself. Go ahead. 
Okay, so so he came to AB's defense uh, in the text read. I, I, I guess I, I'm, I'm wrong about that. And a series of texts that uh, probably almost broke my phone because it was so <laughs> <laughs> because the light kept coming on and on and on and on again. You know, a million one text. Now, uh, what, what what what? Where am I wrong? Mark? Well, you say he came to his defense, meaning he was defending the action of him snatching off his clothes and acting like a fool and and running off the uh, field. That was never his defense. <clears throat> his defense was uh, that while everybody was in there and quick to call him crazy, that maybe he's not crazy. It, he His actions were wrong, but to sit there and dismiss him simply as being crazy is to 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 not allow him to actually have the ability to be human in the fact that he actually suffered from something else. <clears throat> he never defended his actions. Like he said, those actions are insane. But he was also saying that two things would be true at once, which I also believe. I mean, you guys tend to live in absolutes, and that's the only absolutes of math. So he was saying, while well, Arians was probably wrong in saying, listen, um, you go in the game, I'm, I'm hurt. You go in the game, I'm hurt. Well, then you're out of here, and I'm pretty sure Arians, although he tried to clean it up and made it seem as if he said, well, then, son, if you don't feel too good, I understand that. But, we may, you know, he no, he didn't do that. It's Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is an arrogant ass, too. He's probably told him, and then you're out of here. And then Antonio Brown, being a mental midget that he is, did Antonio Brown. I mean, it's team number four that he's done stuff like that with. So he reacted. What Antonio Brown should have done was sit there and say, yeah, he, did, he absolutely, had absolutely every right to say, you know, I can't go in because I'm hurt. And Arians could have sit there and scream to Holland and said, listen, you got to go in again. And he could have refused that. Sat in the sideline, stewed, had a fit. And then afterwards, bring it up to the union and let DeMora Smith to handle that. That's not which Antonio Brown. Yeah, which is not answer. But I think that the reason that the, the, the bow up came was from, from my son's side. It was that you guys seemed to dismiss him as just being crazy. And he was saying, listen, he may be not right, but to dismiss him as being crazy is a disservice to him as well because it's not just like somebody who's out there. I mean, really, Antonio definitely has issues. He has issues of arrogance and and untrustworthiness. I mean, he's done that with. I mean, Keith and I went, we're Steeler fans. We we saw the video of him when 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 Tomlin is saying, I think for the playoff game. You know, let's keep us quiet. Don't let him see him coming. And this fool is recording it live on Facebook Live. And then posted it. In the locker room. In the locker room. In the locker and room. And posted it. Like, he posted it. Yeah. Saying exactly what Tom is saying not to do, he's doing it. So we seen him when he went when he got his way out of uh, Pittsburgh and, and went to uh, Oakland. Raiders. Yeah. He, he was be quiet for one more week. He got his full pay. Couldn't handle that. Belichick, which we know is being able to handle high um, – personality people got rid of his ass within a week <laughs> i can't deal with this guy bill and, belichick took his got his first super bowl with Corey dillon who yes. was a known headache in the league so right Harrison, steroid raging right. you know all these he's taking he said i can't take this guy and let him go within a week arians didn't want him took him because brady said i want him and but arians never wanted him and Arians is an arrogant dude who who allow but, a but, lot of things. But the guy, you guys are Steeler fans. You also know that Bruce Arians is one of the the, the 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 most most player friendly coaches yes. on the planet. He was, he, he's he's that guy. He's the guy who allows a big rope with his players. And he didn't want him saying this is not going to work out for this guy. 
there's been time and time and time and time again of of people saying this is not the guy to go to to deal with. So with all that being said, two things can be true at once. Arians was probably wrong in what he said to him. Antonio Brown was definitely wrong in what he did. But the simple dismissal of he's crazy, I think Preston was sensitive to because that's a hard dismissive to to give somebody. You can say he's a bad guy. He Allow is, me to retort. He's, he's not, I, he's not crazy. trustworthy, I mean, but crazy is such a hard thing to, to label somebody. I, I don't, I don't think any of us were saying we're talking about the crazy. Yeah, we we all acknowledge he's clearly got some mental issues. But I think yes. what, what I was saying was that, and I think Keith was saying it, and, and, and my son, we're all saying it, is that, yeah, okay, he's got mental issues, but he's also notorious. He was on TV the other day. Notorious for not just, you know, burning down every house he's he ever been in. He burns the forest. He, bur- he burns the forest and he burns the, the state that the forest was in. <laughs> so this is a guy who, yeah, okay, fine. He had a meltdown. It wasn't just, oh, yes, he's he's mentally uh, unstable and I should, you know. No, no. Yeah, did Bruce Arians tell him to, to get in his game? Was Bruce Arians uh, sweet-talking him to try to get him to go in the game? Probably not. And I think... That was the, the the major point the majority of us were saying is that, yeah, he probably didn't sweet talk him, but Antonio Brown's history, his track record is is part and parcel why nobody is going to give him the benefit of the doubt with his bullshit. That's it. Isn't this the guy who gave in the fake vaccination card? Got That's suspended, the same guy. Right, yeah, and, then yeah. got, and, then, and then turned in the real one like three days after he gave the fake one? <laughs> no, he's, he has, you know what he's like? He Fuck. is, he is, uh, remember when Kenseiko came out and said, this guy, this guy, this guy, all, right. was all accusing everybody of taking steroids and everybody was like, yeah, it's right message, wrong messenger. He's that guy. So I'm pretty sure if if Antonio would have sat there and stewed, and he made to do it now anyway, but if he just sat there and stewed, DeMora Smith would have sat there and go, man, I got to defend this fool. I Of all the people in the league, I got to defend this fool, this action, because that's what we do as a union. Yeah, right. He's the wrong messenger for the message he was saying, which was, I guess, Antonio in his crazy world, because I saw the, the clip, would probably say, well, you know, you want players to go in there when they're hurt. And I'm saying I'm hurting. You tell me to go in again. That's the that's the easy message for a union to defend. Coach said to go in. Player says he was hurt. He couldn't do it, and they tried to force him in, along with giving him the shot to, of of trying to master pain prior to the game, which Antonio claimed happened. Right. Well, he so also, he's the he wrong. Is. He's the Hang wrong on. guy to give that message because he has no. I mean, he's really. burned every single. He's burned chefs. He, he went after <laughs> Juju. It's like everybody Traders, in the world he could possibly everybody. burn, he burns. So it's like Tomlin. when you're he, finally he right, he, you, it's tough to listen to you being right, right because you have been so wrong so, so many times. Time. It's like I'm tough. Yeah. I mean, he's the well, class of a Dutch boy, you know. Uh, uh, he's crying wolf. And it's like, listen. Well, I mean, well here's the thing that, that gets me. There's a scene in the movie Dead Presidents uh, where little Lorenz Tate is bringing his groceries up the stairs and he runs into Cuddy. <laughs> oh, Dirk I love that scene. I love that scene. <laughs> Cuddy knocks him down the stairs <laughs> and tells him, "Don't bite the hand that feeds you." <laughs> so Tom Brady was Cuddy. Tom Brady brought brought uh, Antonio Brown into his home. He was running, you know, he was covering him. He had, you know, he was teaching him the ropes. And Antonio Brown burned Tom Brady. I mean, again, um, 
the, the thing that I have an issue with in terms of this particular case, and we're going to move on, is that Antonio Brown, the only stories you heard, the only side of the only takes we were hearing was Antonio Brown's take. Yeah, they forced me to do this. They forced me to do that. Now yeah. you're starting to hear that Antonio Brown had a meltdown at halftime because he wasn't getting the throws. The ball he wasn't getting there. catches. He wasn't getting balls. And he was worried about his incentives and all of that other stuff. That's where the meltdown started. Yeah. So then, at you know, and they already losing to the Jets. It's a game. He probably don't care. But so now he felt like, well, you know, go back in the game. Nah, that I ain't going back in the game. I, you know, I'm hurt. I can't do it. Oh, you wasn't hurt when you was trying to get those incentives before. Mm-hmm. But now you hurt. Okay. All right. Get your ass in the game when you're out of here. All right. Fuck you. I'm out of here. That's good. That's going to be the story that comes out. And again, because, as you just said, Mark, two things can be true. Because he's burned every bridge, because he's done this over and over again. And we're not talking about where he's dealing with with, with hard-headed coaches that, that can't handle players. You're talking Mike. Think about the guys. No, no. Mike Tom. This is as John Gruden. Um, you know, uh Bill Belichick. And now here we have uh, uh Bruce Arians, the, the consummate players coach. Yeah. He can't get along with no damn body? No. no. It's him. <laughs> It, no, it's definitely him. I mean, say he he's the wrong messenger for this message of of that because you know that was the, the case with the uh, the halftime meltdown because in his little um, uh, clip that he had on some podcast, he talked about you know once again Vernon Brady talked about yeah if I'm your friend then why am I why am I on a, a show me contract and your boy your other friend quote unquote ground council got real money. So you know he was in the he was in the locker room saying, listen, they won't throw me the ball. I'm X amount of catches away from it. It's like, dude, man, you just I have to, I, I gotta defend you from a union standpoint, if, if it's true. If he doesn't want off offseason getting the surgery, I gotta defend you. But gosh, why do I gotta defend you? You're the worst person in the world I gotta defend. You know, it's like it's like it's like I can't I gotta defend this horrible person for the one time he's right. Well, that's what it is, man. So, uh, again, uh, stay on this football tip. Uh, we got good news. And we kind of we, we, we've kind of been talking about this for the, for the longest. You know, we've been putting this out. We've been making this case for the longest. You heard it right here on Power to the People, folks. That's why you should be subscribing to Power to the People. We have been saying for the longest time, if HBCUs could get the same kind of blue chippers you know, and and the big three sports, baseball, basketball, football, if they could get the same kind of blue chippers that the other schools are getting, you would see uh, a tremendous change in not only in college uh, sports, but you'd also see a change in the colleges themselves. Schools that have been historically underserved and, and under-resourced would suddenly find that, that they have the same resources as, as an Alabama or or uh, Clemson or any one of these 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 powerhouse sports schools, Ohio State, any place that has has the big revenue-generating sports. And that seems to be the case down in Jackson State where uh, Deion Sanders, primetime, is actually getting uh, top 300 players to come and play at Jackson State. So, Mark, you broke the story. What, what's, what's the deal? Yeah, he's got another uh, top 300 recruit. The first top, the first top 300 recruit was not only a top 300 recruit. He was the number two recruit Overall, he's a cornerback. Um, this is going to go down to Jackson State. And now, yesterday, he signed the number 58 ranked um, player who's a receiver. And I was saying, like we just said, if these things start happening, it will 
change the landscape, not of the sports teams. Yeah, that's one thing. That definitely happened. That these teams will get better sports teams. But the amount of revenue that's sort of pouring into these schools will in, improve the dormitories. It'll improve the food on the campus. It'll improve the science lab, the this lab. It's such a big umbrella. So Dion is starting to get in that trend. And I was also thinking this morning when I when I posted the story, unlike, and it's, it's like those deals where my opinion changes based on circumstance. When I see Nick Saban do the uh, Affleck commercial, I'm annoyed because I'm thinking, you get paid tons of money from Alabama to do the Affleck commercial. Why are you doing that? You, you're getting you're, get, you're getting this Affleck commercial off of the backs of 18 to 20-year-olds who don't give any money until this year when they had the uh, whatever that rule right. is for, for the college player likeness. But I have no problem at all with Dion getting that same money for Affleck because the way I look at it is Alabama is paying Nick Saban a mini fortune to be the coach of Alabama in which he's making all this money off of players in the, uh, you know, from, from the light, from, from his team, the 18 year olds, but Jackson State's not playing Dion a ton of money. I mean, they can't afford to, you know, if, if, if Dion suddenly you know, stays there, you know, 20 plus years and he's making Alabama money, then I'd have a problem with him, you know, doing the Aflac commercial. So I look at it as like, listen, Aflac is subsidizing Dion's salary at Jackson State while he <laughs> continues to build, while he builds his program to get to the point where eventually he won't need the Aflac money. But I'm just glad that Dion's doing that because if he does that, everything is always a copycat. Then this place was, he went to Jackson State and he turned out this, then maybe I can go to Tennessee State or this state or whatever and just start realizing these schools exist. And not just there for the history books, they're there for a real function. Agree with you 150%. He can make Jackson State known as cornerback university. If you want to learn the cornerback uh, position, you go see primetime. Deion Sanders. He's Exactly. <laughs> There's no way. You know, but, you know, if you guys ever watch some of those HBO specials in the summer, we talked about this before with the facilities that the Alabamas, the uh, Miamis, you know, the Notre Dames have to offer these kids. That's 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 the attraction. But if the HBCUs start to generate those funds, because now that they're winning, they're getting better players, you're winning. So now you're getting some more of that NCAA money. You can build those facilities because, you know, I I, I heard you with the science lab and all in the dorms. That's good. But you got to you got to build those uh, practice facilities and gymnasiums. Oh, yeah, first. That's first. first. And then after you get that, then we can do the rest of, you know, the rest of the school. Then he is definitely in line. I'm hoping these kids are seeing what he's doing um these hbcus are great places to go but they just have to have a little bit more to offer and dion is on the right path with that kudos to you man keep up the good work prime time man yeah prime is not alone i mean i know hugh jackson i think is uh you know oh yeah he went also to, uh, coaching gosh i forgot what school he went and to. i think uh, i think eddie george i think is also uh oh, if I'm, uh, maybe i'm mistaken i thought eddie george uh former uh, right. tennessee oh. titan running back is, uh, is coaching at an hbcu and so these guys are kind of going back uh and taking these jobs and i think there's a there's a it's not stated but it's definitely a real thing i think what's happening is Guys like Primetime, uh, you know, he wanted the Florida State job. And they were like, no, we can't give you the Florida State job. What do you mean? I'm I'm, I'm Primetime. I put Florida State on the map. Nope, can't give you the job. So a lot of these guys who are kind of being blocked out of, of these big-time college programs are saying, you know what? 
Let me see if I can bring my swagger to to an HBCU and then build these programs up. And you're going to start seeing that. Uh, yeah, you're going to start seeing that. And I think in a lot of different avenues, you're going to start seeing basketball coaches saying, you know what, I'd love to go and and be the basketball coach at, at, at Villanova or, or Kentucky or somewhere. But you know what, if I can get a chance to go to Kentucky State and bring my five players in there and, and do like the old UTEP yeah, joint where, basketball, you know, man. Texas Western, yeah, where you can just bring three or four guys and change the whole whole dynamic, maybe that's the move. And I and I hope that's the case. I hope Dion is is breaking the mold and so kudos to him for that uh just a couple more quick hits before we go uh we do want to say rest in power to to i guess one of the first first i know of superstar actors uh uh that we've ever encountered Sidney portier who was not only uh uh, who is not only a talented actor, along with uh, Harry Belafonte, I think his acting career, I think Sidney Poitier certainly had a much better IMDb card than Harry Belafonte <laughs> uh, in terms of uh, acting. Uh, but uh, Sidney Poitier, rest in power. He's certainly the first uh, black superstar that I was ever aware of, you know, and, and, and black film royalty uh, that I was ever aware of. And, and uh I think we were talking about it on on our own individual on our show text feed, and and yeah. <laughs> I mentioned that the first time I ever encountered Sidney Poitier was at the Alby Theater downtown <laughs> Brooklyn. Downtown Brooklyn, okay. yeah, by, yeah, the uh, yeah. By, by the dime, yeah. And I went to go see. I never forget it. Uh, uh, my brother took me to see. Uh, uh, guess who's coming to dinner? I didn't know who she was. Like, well, I got to go see Sidney Poitier. He <laughs> was, was more excited than I was. I didn't know. I, you know, I was. You know, I was at the time. I was. You know. Disney friendly. I wanted to see that kind of stuff. He's like, "No, nah, we're gonna see Sidney Poitier." So, okay, we'll see Sidney Poitier. So, I watched. Guess who's coming to dinner? I think we sat and watched it a couple of times. In fact, you know, because <laughs> that's uh, when you could back then. You yeah, 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 back, yeah you know, back then you can watch. Yeah, because they just Show spread the movie on a, yeah. on a loop. You just sat there until they, you know they they, they rewound the film. We, and, we and, watched and, and the Yeah, man, man. yeah we watched yeah. a bunch of movies like <laughs> that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It when it's daylight, leave when it's dark. dark yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to run off a couple of move a couple movies he did. Serve with love. Yep. Guess who's coming to dinner? Heat of the night, lilies in the field, raisins in the sun. Um, let's do it again. Let's do it. Let's again. do it again. Uptown Saturday Uptown. night. Um, piece of the action. If piece of the action. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He did Porgy and Bess. Wow. A warm December. Um, uh, Brother John. Copy I mean, jungle. yeah. His uh, resume. Uh, resume is awesome. And, and also he was an advocate, you know, for, for black rights and, you know, being equally treated in Hollywood, man. Right. And they had an interview when he was on, I think it was 60 Minutes. He said, you get a lot in life when you say thank you and please. He said those were words that his mother instilled in him. He said that opened a lot of doors for him. So, you know. Well, he also was a, a, was, a, was a director, too. I mean, you know, yes. his, his directing, you know, uh, he, he directed a lot of films. I mean, Sidney Poitier, again, is... Hollywood royalty. He's certainly black royalty, but he he transcended. Hollywood He's royalty. Hollywood royalty, and and uh, I say rest in power. No, you know, I, like uh, I said it for an attack real quick. I mean, he's the only guy prior. Well, he was the guy prior to Denzel and and uh, Chadwick, but they never played that role before they got the role. They always played positions of power and lack of a better word, dignity. He didn't have to. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to play the gangster, the drug addict, no. the pimp before he became. Uh, Nick Fury, you know that he didn't have to do that 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 
path, which is beautiful. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and then finally, uh, I've been watching uh, this uh, show called Harlem, Derek. I think uh, you know it's on, on one of the cable things, Harlem, <laughs> uh, with uh, the aforementioned. We talked about making good last week. I, you know, uh, I talked about it in, 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 in high regard, but apparently, um, some of us with disparaging making goods character um, and, and talking about her need for medicine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to say, cause it was, uh, you know, that uh, uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're not in the business here of, of uh, slut shaming. Uh, making good can do what she wants to do. She's a grown woman and she's fully, fully entitled to uh, pursue whatever, sexual goals she wants um that doesn't sound like supervision talk to me that sounds like somebody was talked to and told to ring him in i'm tired of talking to you about that guy when are you going to ring him in that don't sound you were doing a lot of chuck chuckle chuckling last week when we brought up the Megan Good. And if for the record, it was your brother who ran off her resume. It wasn't me. No, all right. Did you, did no, you no, read I, the resume? Yes. Don't unlike, start. Okay, you no, read like the resume. My brother, like my brother, I didn't know. Apparently you had a dossier on her. I didn't know that she was <laughs> was this alleged woman. So that's why as we're talking, I just Googled some of the names she did. I didn't know anything about her other than she was a pretty girl okay. who was so in the last month was in Shazam. So okay. you're the one who stood there and knew like she was allegedly um, for the streets. Know, Kim Kardashian. God damn it. It's for the streets. But you read the resume and she has every right to do with her body. And if she's sick and she needs a flu shot, oh, she needs to get her. a goddamn flu shot. <laughs> okay? Oh, so boy. if you gotta get talked to again, get talked to. I didn't give the resume. Your brother gave the resume. All I said is because you, if you go back to the tape, you push me. And I said, yo, it's 2022. <laughs> I don't want to do this this year. Nah, man. Go ahead. Say it, man. Yo, come on, Sammy. Say it. And so I said it. You know, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. I would say it again, man. So that's all it was. You shouldn't have pushed me and your brother shouldn't have read the resume. And that was the bottom oh. line. So I hope your folks listened to the entire show. It wasn't me. It was them. <laughs> I, the only reason I was laughing was because I was nervous and uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my God. Be, that it, be that as it may, uh, if you want to know what's going on with this podcast, if we're, if we're allowed to record next week, uh, you'll see us next week. If you had not subscribed to Power to the People, make sure you do. You can get us anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, anywhere you, you listen to a podcast, you can find us. You can even ask Alexa to play Power to the People, Pandora, anywhere, in your car, anywhere you want to be, you can find us. You can also find us on social media at Facebook, on Power to the People on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Power to the Peaks, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Power to the Peeps on Twitter. You can find us all on Instagram, and I'll see you all next week, maybe. Peace. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Peace.